My fellow Americans, are you tired of the new normal? Are you tired of the lies? Election fraud. You know the thing that the mainstream media and big tech says doesn't exist? It is time to end it. We must keep going. If you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. But by all means, keep moving. Many of you are sitting here because you're wanting to know what the plan is. This has to be peaceful. We have the right to peacefully assemble. The solution has been in front of us all along. Ask God if you should step in the gap and become a part of the plan. The plan is simple. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. We are the plan. If you're waiting for others to do the work for you, you're going to be waiting a long time. We are Conservative Daily. Hey, welcome back. It's good to be back. You're back. Yeah, I was back. I was hanging out with Mike Lindell. I know. I'm jealous. It's pretty fun. He's a funny guy. I, I have to tell you, he he has so many good stories. <laughs> I you got you got to love his stories. Now, some of his stories, you'll hear his story and you go, Mike, Mike, that 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 was that was a really good story. It was a long time ago. And he tells a story, but he tells it from the position of where he used to be. And how much fun he had. He poking fun at himself about acting dumb back in his, his olden days. And uh, it, it's, uh, but he's so transparent about it. He's like, yeah, I had a, an addiction. I had a problem. But his stories are so funny. They're ridiculously funny. So you find yourself having a meeting, getting everything done, and then talking about fun stuff. <laughs> that sounds good. That sounds good. Yeah. So we, we got a lot to go over today. Um, and, uh, yeah, thank you. It is good to be back. Thanks for, thanks for that comment. Um, but I want you to share this. This is going to be, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to give you my thoughts on the, on what happened yesterday. I know you guys talked about it this morning. I know you walked through it. The chances of having an election that is 51, 49%, 51, 49, 51, 49, 50, 0.7, 49.3. The chances of that happening are slim to, slim to none. Slim left town and none died. <laughs> okay? It's not possible. You, you had people last night that were sniffing around the edges that didn't want to talk about it. You had Charlie Kurt that was sniffing around the edge. <laughs> Maybe there's something wrong with the machines. No. No. Apollo, do you think there's something wrong with the machines? You know... After a conclusive review of all the evidence, I think scientific consensus says there might be something wrong with the machines. Listen, everyone. Yes, there's something wrong with the machines. The fraud is in the machines. The fraud is not in somebody muling stuff. Now, does the muling happen? Yes. Yes, it does. But Dominion voting machines, ESNS, Smartmatic, were designed, designed to defraud the American voter. Designed. They are not free, they are not fair, and they are 1,000% not transparent. They're not. And they are hammering on me right now. They got their little minions running around. Beep, 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 beep. Joe, militiaman Joe. 
Shrunning FEC United, the election denier. Do you not understand that I don't give a crap what you say about me? I could care less. I'm a big boy. I mean, literally, I'm a big boy. Not fat. I was called fat this morning, by the way. Who? Who did uh, it? Somebody called me fat. Oh, you know, cause I need to like lose a little bit of this this neck weight. <laughs> <laughs> you got to make fun of yourself just a little bit. <laughs> neck weight. <laughs> well, you know, he, I used to be like so. I just keep working out. It'll go away. I gained the COVID thirty, and it just hadn't left my face all the way yet. Um, they stole the election in Georgia. They stole the elections in Arizona. They stole the elections in Colorado. They stole the elections in California, have been for two decades. People in California, though, were too busy hanging out on the beach getting stoned. They didn't notice it. Sorry, I said it out loud. Did you see the video of the votes for, uh, for Walker going down? Oh, yeah. yeah Again. Go backwards? Yeah. Funny how that happens. Why does that always happen? It, Look, if we if you plug it into Draza's thing, the the ballots and how they came in, it it shows degradation of votes. It shows the fix in the machines. It shows here's what it shows you. It shows that they tried to randomize how the votes came in, changing the algorithm by just a little bit, hoping it doesn't break. So that means they had to be testing this. Here are the three components to it. This is not conjecture. This is not made up. This is not. This is supported by every bit of evidence. The SQL servers, the, the voter databases that they refuse to clean, the ERIC system and how they integrated the system, Dominion voting systems connected to what? What? What is it connected to? What? Runbeck. Oh, Dominion oh, on one side, yeah. Runbeck on the other. It, it, it shows the connection between the, the ballot printing company. And by the way, the ballot printing companies are being bought up by the same private equity firms that are buying up the voting machines. Why? Because those that count the vote get to make the decisions on what happens in the future of this nation. And there are people, there are lots of people that are aware of the theft that are being told not to talk about it. I had a conversation with a journalist. Ooh, this is a tough one. I got to be careful what I say here. I did refer this journalist to Project Veritas, and I said, listen, I can't, I can't do justice to what you're talking about if this is what's happening. But the journalist said, and this is a journalist that I've been talking to that I've red-pilled. I red-pilled a journalist. I had, a, I had an opportunity to meet that journalist uh, in the last couple of weeks. I was telling you about that, Paul. I'm not going to say where. Yeah, yeah. But, and it's the first time that they had met me. They had talked to me on the phone, but they had never met me. Um, so it was a great conversation. Um, but this conversation was Joe, they actually know that the machines are fraudulent. And I go, how do you know that? Because they were openly talking about the fact that they, that, that they're being told this is a big, who's who's that media, the journalist, this particular media company Ah. that it's that because look, loose lips sink ships. Everyone wants to be in the know. So when someone gets in the know, they talk about being in the know by talking about, look, we were told that it doesn't matter how we get to the outcome as long as we get to the outcome. We know that the machines are crooked. We got to keep people away from that. Keep pumping up people like Joe Vaughn. Keep pumping up things that, that actually will not lead to a response. And if you want to know why I say that, it's because of that. It's because of that. So you got the Eric system. You got the mail-in ballots. You have no transparency on that. They can send them out to whoever they want. They can do what this piece of trash Secretary of State in Colorado did and send it out to, to 30,000 people that are illegal immigrants. You can create a structure that allows for you to manipulate and take away county by county 
every single city in the nation. Only Florida stepped in the way and said, listen, you can only have a, a mail-in ballot if you request it, and you got to be able to verify who you are. And when you show up, you have to have an ID. So we can look at everything that happened in Arizona specifically, 49.7, 50.3. 50.3 says, no, we don't want you to have an ID. Do you know how silly that is, Apollo? It's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, people literally, are, they're, they're Democrats are in their right mind. 85, 90% of them. They've been left behind just like the Republicans. They're one-issue voters. One-issue voters. And typically that one issue is some social issue. Typically. Typically. They'll be fiscally conservative and socially, uh, I want love. Love, 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 love. Crazy love. Right? More likely to be godless. More likely to be someone that does not uh, percolate on ideas related to faith. Um, that's, your that's your typical Democrat. Independents, they swing both ways. Not typically, independents are not typically one vote or one issue voters. Republicans, half and half. You get a lot of socially agnostic Republicans out there. You don't have many socially agnostic uh, Democrats. So, so, so the reason why I'm bringing this up is because we know for a fact that the election was stolen, but they were told that the elections were stolen. And we just have to keep up these campaigns. We have to keep up these wrap-up smears. We have to keep up. And, you know, super frustrated. This, this journalist is super frustrated and says, I can't stomach it. They're, they're basically turning journalism into a weaponized sport. And I go, well, you should have seen the article they wrote about me today. It's great. <laughs> All right, we, we got other stuff to get into, though. We're not going to spend a lot of time on, on this part because there's so much more to talk about. Um, you know, I don't... Apollo, th this is the craziest thing out there. Zelensky was named Person of the Year. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, this is good. Are you guys, you guys aware of that? Zelensky was... Person of the year. You, not, not only was he person of the year, but they have this absolutely ridiculous article that they wrote uh, about him being person of the year. This complete, like, con job, fluff, glow up article. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I was a little taken back by it. Yeah, so here, here's, of course, the, the beautiful look at how nice that image is. Just, just look at that. Oh yeah, he's he's such a good what dude. What a hero! What an absolute hero! Here's the this is a screenshot. They have a, a nice video there, uh, you know, at the top of the article, Time Magazine. Uh, so I have a I have a few things. Can I, you want to just roll through these real quick? Yeah. Because uh, it's a very long article. I mean, they they had some person who did this very long interview. All of these, uh, you know, these. Uh, the, the storytelling around how how he's changed so much and how he's stepped up. Uh, so a few clips, a, a few clips from this article. Uh, in April, this is a little bit into it because the beginning is just all narrative. Uh, less than two months into the invasion, Zelensky told me he had aged and changed, quote, from all this wisdom that I never wanted. Now, half a year later, the transformation was starker. Aides who once saw him as a lightweight now praise his toughness. Slice that may have upset him once now elicit no more than a shrug. His allies, some of them missed the old Zelensky, the practical joker, 
you know, like the one from the TV show where he played the president, with the boyish smile. But they realize he needs to be different now, much harder and deaf to distractions, or else his country might not survive. You know, the country that's a, a, a proxy for the CIA, the country that's not really a country anymore. Uh, at the edge of the square, soldiers had inst- this is further down. Soldiers had inst- installed a Starlight, uh, Starlink internet terminal. You know, the, the uh, by the same guy who they're right now calling a threat to democracy for uh, uncovering, ironically, something that's not mentioned at all in this entire article, which is the Biden family or their involvement in Ukraine, any of the energy contracts, anything like that. None of that. Uh, but they say the president took out his phone and asked for a Wi-Fi password. Most of the people were armed with assault rifles, but this was his weapon, a late model iPhone that he had used to wage the biggest land war of his information age. Uh, his skill at addressing the world through that phone in his nightly speeches on social media, endless calls with foreign leaders has been critical as a number of tanks in his army. How ridiculous is this? Zelensky, and then they, they, they give a few nods. Zelensky dialed into the World Economic Forum in Davos and the NATO summit in Madrid. He's wait, right. wait, 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 wait. <laughs> now, both of those forums talk about one new world order. They talk about depopulation. They talk about taking away people's ability to have rights, that they're not finite, they're not guaranteed. That's what these two, but keep going. This is, this is super, this is, them, this is them signaling their communist evil ideology. Yep. And they're, they're calling out all the people who've actually put him in this position and why this entire war is actually a war in the first place. He's granted interviews to talk shows and journalists held live chats with students at uh, Stanford, Harvard, Yale, leveraged the fame of entertainment superstars to amplify his calls for international support. Jessica Chastain and Ben Stiller visited his fortified compound. Liev Schreiber, ironically, someone who played a Manchurian candidate, agreed to become an ambassador for Ukraine's official fundraising platform. Sean Penn, someone called out uh, rather extensively in, uh, in Tory's documentary about CIA, brought an Oscar statuette to Kiev and left it with Zelensky. If there's not signaling there, I don't know what else is. Once- okay, I'm done talking about this. Let's just show the picture. Let's show the picture again. <laughs> and then just just for just so you guys all know this, I just put it in the comments. Two other people were Time Magazine Men of the Year as well. In 1938, you had Adolf Hitler. And then who's that on the right? But Joseph Stalin. So these are Men of the Year as well. These are Men of the Year as well. And I and and here's where I'm gonna here's where the radical left is gonna go crazy. I hope they do. Zelensky, let me just tell you a little about Zelensky, the guy that did the 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 I don't know pornographic deal as a as an artist. I don't what was that? Yeah, he, a, a he, nod he, to he Satan. Was a, he was a BDSM kind of yeah. themed model playing piano with yeah. his junk. Okay, so so you have that guy. You have the guy that shut down any opposing views on media, that guy. You have the guy that ordered the attacks on his own people, his own people in Ukraine. The killing of women and children in Ukraine. That happened and continues to happen in Donbass. Continues. This is the guy 
that allowed the Nazi regime to exist inside of his scope, wearing literally Nazi, true Nazis, and says, well, they're the good Nazis because they're not killing the Jews. They're just killing everybody else. That is man of the year. Now, let's contrast that. And by the way, I'm not telling you that Vladimir Putin is a Boy Scout. He is a world leader. And, and I also am not naive to not know that if you replace and you pull out one apparatus of corruption, that vacuum will create another. And how big of a, of a vacuum is dependent on how big a space, which is why the only thing that can stop corruption from re-emerging its ugly face is public involvement, engagement, and the voice of the people being heard, standing in the gap. That is the only thing throughout history that has ever stopped tyranny, that has ever stopped what has happened in our country has always been people rising up. History lesson 101, World War II. What stopped them from being able to kill women and children? An underground event where people were fighting, like me, fighting today, like people that are fighting out there, Roger Stone, President Trump, those people fighting. The, the fighting that has to go on behind the scenes, you know, like Garrett Ziegler doing the work that he did with Marco Polo and, and, and other people on his team. I almost ratted out of the people on his team. These people, Mike Lindell, doing all of this work. Then behind that, you have people that are just silently doing the work that needs to be done. The people that are uncovering sex trafficking, the, the mothers that and and people that are going into the schools and pulling out the books, the people that are unenrolling their kids. And you say it's not the same as being put in a in a gas chamber in World War II. Oh, yeah, no. They decided that that wasn't a really good look. So what they did is they went to the pharmaceutical companies and they said, give them these mRNA vaccines and let's kill the children and the women and the people that are healthy and let's do everything we can to oppress them and take away their livelihoods. And then when they do that, they'll be forced to take this deal and then we'll just kill them off. Some very quickly and some will let die slowly and we'll give them more diseases and more cancers and more diabetes and, and, and we'll continue this over decades, which is why they started in 1996 or 86 when they took away the ability for you to be able to sue vaccine manufacturers for the damage they do to people. See how this all works? People work behind the scene. You have RFK Jr. that's working out there and saying, listen, this is, this is the real Fauci whose daughter worked for, what, during the pandemic? Where does daughter work? Twitter. Twitter. You think this is by accident that they put their little minions in places and we have to fight against this tyranny? And the only thing in World War II that stopped, that created enough chaos that they couldn't see where it was coming from was people standing in the gap and risking it all while they were called all sorts of names. Sound familiar? Only these liars and these demons, they lie with impunity. So, I don't have an opinion otherwise. You have an opinion? I don't have an opinion. <laughs> Boy, I got people with the, the, the Hitler deal. Time Magazine Hitler deal. Well, so this was back in 38. Woo! Do you know who was uh, person of the year last or uh, two years ago? Or no, last year. Bob. 
Elon. I freaking love that guy. Yeah. I don't, you know, and people say, well, I don't, I don't trust him. Okay. Well, that's fine. Well, year before that was, that's right, Biden Harris. Yeah. Year before that, Thunberg. And then the year before that, this one actually is pretty sad. Uh, the Guardians, which were four journalists who were killed, including Khashoggi, Jamal Khashoggi. And uh, <laughs> that's kind of funny because the man who killed him, who had him killed, the Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman. Oh, yep. He was, he was on there. Just, uh, yeah, he was, well, he was dismissed. The lawsuit against him for killing Khashoggi was just dismissed by a federal judge, by yeah. a Biden judge. Yeah. You see, like, the, the, our memory is so short. Our memory is so short because they do such massive amounts of damage. Yeah. You know what the most ironic one is right now? Putin, 2007. Putin landed on Times cover of the final year of his first term as Russian president. Russia fails. All bets are off in the 21st century, and Russia succeeds as a nation state and the family of nations. It will owe much of that success to one man, Vladimir Putin, the Time article says. I mean, think about what, what happened in 2007 to where we are today. So let me tell you what happened in 2007. They're like, oh, Vladimir Putin. He took over. He understands the, the apparatus of, of uh, you know, the spy circles, right? Black ops. I mean, he, he understands it. He understands the CIA. He understands this secret sort of world that happens behind the, the uh, how the sausage is made behind this, the curtain. He understands it. So obviously he'll stand with us. He'll play ball with us. We'll we'll offer him the ability to be the czar of the that part of the world. He'll own the whole world. And they came to him. They made a bunch of demands in 2007. They made a bunch of demands in 2008. They pressed back on Putin and said, "Oh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna make you look good. We're gonna talk well about you. We're gonna prop you up. This is what the West did." And then he decided that now no, I'm not gonna do that. That's not good for the people of Russia. And as soon as he did that, there's a familiar name that came up all over the place. People on the left and the right have talked about this person, this pathological individual. Her name is Susan Rice. You know who she is? Yeah, Susan Rice is not a good person. And she's been responsible for a lot of a lot of death for a lot of people. She's not only a nice per or, or bad person, she's a terrible human being. This is the person, by the way, that, that brought the initial problems with Sudan because Sudan didn't play ball with her either. She was the henchman, the, the lynchman that was in the middle of everything, everything that happened, all the chaos that happened. Guess whose name popped up at the UN? Susan Rice. Did not just work for Hillary Clinton, did not just work for Barack Obama, but worked all the way back to win. She worked for Clinton too. Yeah. It is, what I find interesting is that she was, she was a part of the um, 2012 attack on the U.S. diplomatic facility in Benghazi. How about that? Familiar name and the loss of our Americans, our brothers and sisters. Whose name? Susan Rice. Good person. Just... Okay, so we have that. And then there's this thing that happened today 
and we're seeing a, a lot of bombs drop. But, uh, but, but Apollo, there's a lot of bombs, period, isn't there? I mean, there, we have a bomb literally every day. A new bomb goes off. We're like, oh, breaking. New bomb. Uh-oh. Here we go. Christina Bob, one there's of my one. favorite people. What's that? Yep, there's one. Well, look at what we found. Turns out CISA has been coll- coll- collaborating with Maricopa County uh, Stephen Rit- Richer to censor election information and keeping it from the public. Notice is marked F-O-U-O. Richer also started a super PAC to take down election deniers. Think about that. A super PAC to take down election deniers. Do you want to go further into this? Uh, we can uh, we can look at a couple of these real quickly. Um, but so Richard had mentioned that the electronic tabulators and um, <clears throat> he had said that the electronic tabulating, the voting equipment, and that registration info was one of the uh, biggest cybersecurity threats to the elections. Uh, this is kind of funny now that, you know, 30 to 60, whatever the actual number is, of the voting machines failed in the elections. Uh, so this is referencing uh, meetings with CISA. You know, he's working directly with CISA. But what this is essentially holistically showing you, as now Carrie Lake's uh, thing is pointing out, again, continued uh, uncovering of CISA of our federal agencies of these local, you know, criminals, and uh, you know again notice marked for official use only, and uh, uh, you know again social media like Twitter, who are uh, colluding in order to censor people so that the public does not actually learn what's going on. So you have the same this uh, person working in Maricopa County working to censor information about what's going on, working with CISA uh, to handle all of this, and then also Maricopa County officials, Arizona.gov, Secretary of State, working with Twitter to censor political opponents in speech like Mark Fincham and others so that people can't actually figure out what's going on. And people want to, and they, <laughs> and they mentioned Zelensky, person of the year. The news cycle is what? Zelensky's person of the year and the Trump organization, not even Trump, and admittedly in the in the documents, something that didn't even benefit the company. It was these individual people. They're trying to throw shade and say that they somehow got Trump now for the hundredth time. Well, they're going to go after Trump because they just went after Stuart Rhodes. Yeah. And they're going to use the same sort of thing against President Trump as they used against Stuart Rhodes. Only I can tell you right now that the entire country should should literally evict every single person in office. Every single person in office across the entire country should be evicted if they go and attack President Trump for standing up for truth. These liars, these pieces of garbage inside of government have been lying, gaslighting, and stealing from the American people for decades. And you know what? It's, it's, it just keeps coming up. We keep getting more and more and more of it. More and more. You got a guy that starts a super PAC in order to keep someone from getting into office and he certifies the election. Nothing to see here. Sweep it under the rug. You're not allowed to do any sort of inspection of anything with massive issues. 48% of the machines going down, keeping people from being able to vote and squeaks by with 17,000 more votes. I mean, think about that. They're, we are selecting village idiots. 
because Katie Hobbs is one of the dumbest human beings known to man. Jenna Griswold, stupid as a box of rocks, one of the dumbest human beings you'll ever find. That's who we chose as a Secretary of State. Biden can't even find his can't find his way out of a paper bag. That's who we chose. No, they're selecting stupid, weak people so that they can control those stupid, weak people. Because what comes next is going to be devastating to the American people. They're one of the largest mortgage companies in the entire country. American Finance just laid off ninety percent of their staff. Ninety percent. Amazon just laid off twenty-five thousand people. Interest rates are at an all-time high. Real estate's coming to a, a halt. Businesses are suffering, but they're increasing taxes at the same time. They're going after you for a $600 Venmo transaction. Think about what is happening right now as you decide that you want to stay home and these talking heads tell you to come out to an amp fest. Here, come to an amp fest. We want you to come to an amp fest. Will you please come to an amp fest and come hang out with us? Because we're going to win next time. We're going to vote harder. Well, they gaslight you and what happened in the elections. That's the truth of what happened. Do you see what Larry Fink said about inflation? No. I'll play a short clip. All right. I don't think there's been any changes at all. We've always talked, first of all, we're, we're writing things that we think about are really being impactful for the long term. Unfortunately, the long term is not something that is topical today. And let's be clear, populism is not about long-termism. Populism is about the moment. And let me be clear, one of the greatest reasons why we have inflation is because of populism. We are doing things for the short term. We're and, and so many of the things, I mean, I could go on on the whole short-termism of populism and what we've done and created this inflation. But, um, you know, I've always spoken guy about- is, This guy the, is- This guy, let me just finish populism. it for Steve. This guy is a moron. 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 That's how stupid they think we are. Larry Fink, by the way. Larry Fink tells us that we have to do things that maybe that they're not going to be that the popular. They're not going to. They're not going to be good for you right now because they're not good for you. Well, let's talk about Larry Fink. Larry Fink runs what company? BlackRock. BlackRock. The nearly what? $18 trillion business? Trillion? We're, yeah, I'm just going to, you know, just it's not going to be very popular. It's not going to be very popular. Uh, James, bring me my three cars. I need to wear them like scooters, like, sh like shoes, one on each roof. <laughs> and do me a favor, bring me the remote control so I could hop, bunny hop from one to the other. And I need my super cape that you made for $1 billion. If you will please bring me my super cape so that I can soar around the peasants and tell them that this might be painful for you. And I would like a latte, very hot. I like hot lattes with a straw that cools it before it hits my lips. <laughs> must not be paper. It must be made out of plastic. No, 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 no. Peasants get plastic or paper. We get plastic. Yes. And we don't care how many turtles we kill. We will make new turtles. <laughs> we'll make black rock turtles I, do you see what's happening here you're a slave you got an 18 trillion dollar guy telling you that inflation is happening because we want, 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 want right now so what he goes, he goes worth what 
$9 trillion? He's got a trillion dollars in the bank? He buys up everything, including your voting systems. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, BlackRock owns what? Dominion. They are, okay, hold on. Let me repair this. They have seats at the table in these private equity environments. I'm waiting to go to court. I am so waiting to go through this entire process of so that I can go after the attorneys, I can go after Coomer, I can go after Dominion. I'm going to go after all of them. All of them. And I'm going to want, guess what? I want, number one, I want source code. Number two, I want to know every person that invested in the company. I want to know their names, kids' names. I want to know all of it. I want to know who's been terrorizing America, who's been lying, cheating, and stealing, and putting people in positions that kill, harm, and maim the most vulnerable among us. I want to know that. But they own all the voting companies. So what did you expect was going to happen? What you? But no, 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 no. It's your fault. You wanted a car. Oh my gosh, you wanted a normal car, not even a car that can fly for you. <laughs> what? I? How dare you? You? You want a Cessna? Uh-uh. No. Global warming. You can't how have dare one of those. You? You can't have one of those. Oh, but I need a new G5. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I'm just going to upgrade. I, I heard that, you know, that they were cutting back, doing some budget cuts. So I just think that I'm just going to go get a 747, you know, or 787. Why not? Yeah. To fly one person around. You guys think I'm kidding. Do you know how stupid, you know how stupid that piece of crap sounds? Right now? Do you know how stupid he sounds? You are the ones that caused inflation. No, it was energy policy and cutting back on TRQs for sugar, grains, meats, forcing the killing of animals, making people stay home. (laughs) What what did you think was going to happen? What did you think was going to happen when you printed trillions of dollars? Oh, I get it. Oh, no, you, you thought that the magic inflation ferry was going to come down after you made energy so expensive and raised wages. You did everything that mathematically speaking, if you were to do it, would screw up anybody's economy. And remember, we do have an excellent sponsor of the show, and that is Air Medicare Network. So today's podcast is, again, sponsored by Air Medicare Network. And if you live in a rural area that's hard to reach by road, or if you like to hike or spend a lot of time outdoors or do uh, you know dangerous things like some of us like to do that may require some emergency medical attention, we all want to make sure that our family is protected in a medical emergency. Uh, and health insurance will not always cover the cost of an emergency medical flight if, in fact, you do need one. But with Air Medicare Network, you are covered. For as little as $85 a year, not only you, but your entire household will be covered in case you ever need air medical transport. Uh, this is a super, super good deal, very low cost, and it's insurance that if you need it, you do want to make sure that you have it. I know people personally who have had to cover those costs, and believe me, they are very expensive. So simply visit airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use promo code daily. Receive up to a $50 Visa gift card back when you sign up today. That's airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily and promo code is daily. Go check them out. That's what you did. 
That's what you did. Now, some of it's backfired on you. But now you got a lot of pissed off Americans that are losing their businesses. And then you have tech companies like Google and Facebook, which are doing this. Ready? If you go over to this really big company, this Oracle company, and use their data set, yeah, because we gave them that data set, and you pay them a lot of money, then you can actually get access to the number of people that you need to reach in order to sell your product. And then they went over here to, to SMB, Small to Medium Business America, some mid to large range companies, and they're like, yeah, we're going to turn that off. I know that you were getting 5x return on your ad spend, so you were spending a dollar to get $5. And I know that that actually makes you have the ability to grow your business, hire new people, give raises, bonuses, but we're going to make it so that it's a 1x. So every dollar you spend, you get a dollar, maybe a dollar and a half. You know what? If we see you stop spending money, we may turn it up a little bit, try to entice you to come back and try it. Then we'll get you to 2.5 for a little bit, and then we'll dial, dial it back to a dollar, take as much of your money as possible until we make you so unstable that you go out of business. In the meantime, destroy middle America, destroy the businesses, make them the bad guys, make those people the bad guys in the community because they're bad people while you stuff your faces and do things like attend the World Economic Forum and buy politicians on both sides of the aisle so that it doesn't look so obvious that you're trying to destroy an entire nation and steal our voice. But no, Charlie Kirk, you're right. Yeah, it's we need to vote harder. You're absolutely right. Let's vote harder. That's 100% what we should do. Vote harder. It's, it's like trying to poop out a Rolls Royce. I, I can't. I, I, don't, I don't even understand the stupidity. Let's go through some videos, shall we? We have some really good videos. Cash Patel was on fire. Now, this oh, morning on Truth, I told Cash Patel, because he's like, well, let me get this. Let me, let me be very clear. And I was like, no, let me be very clear. The fraud is in the machines. The fraud is the mail-in ballots or the gasoline to the machines. And the fact that you have the Eric system and all these others that create fraudulent records allow them to do the mail-in ballots so that you can actually produce whatever number of ballots you want. And if you never get access to the ballots because you have ballot images, then all you have to do is fill in the gaps if ever it gets to the point where you have a audit. They did not make this that complicated. And all of what I just said could be backed up with all of the evidence that's out there from Nevada, New Mexico, Arizona, Colorado, Georgia. I can go down the line. I can go down the line. I can back up everything that I just said with all of the information, including the information that came out of the three reports that they're saying are debunked because of time drift. It's absurd. It could be debunked by Cash Patel or, or, or uh, excuse me, uh, Clay Parikh. You got a guy, by the way, that all the way back in 2008 that they wanted him to lie. He talked about going in, changing records, getting out so that nobody could see that they were changing records. That was in 2008. You think that they just grew a conscience? He was fired because he wouldn't say yes when dealing with a government agency in Colorado. 2008. His name's Chris York. He came on the show. He came on the show before we knew anything, by the way, and told us that, only to find out that that was validated about what happened in Mesa County. But no, then they attacked someone like Tina Peters. Let's play this Cash Patel deal. This is that piece of shit, James Baker. Go ahead. Of course, you, you had a called shot today. How did you know 
that Baker had suppressed the information and that Taibbi, Elon Musk, and Barry Weiss would eventually find that out, sir? Well, look, Steve, as the guy who ran the Russiagate investigation, I knew, and we and Devin Nunes and I called years ago, James Baker's criminal conspiracy with James Comey to quarterback the Russiagate hoax to perpetrate the biggest criminal fraud in DOJ FBI history. What did these two guys do? They lied on a FISA application, had their attorney suppress evidence from a federal judge, all to hijack a federal court and unlawfully surveil a presidential candidate. All the while, James Baker was leaking information, like his colleague Andy McCabe, sensitive information, unethically and unlawfully, to the media during this investigation. And then what happened? We got him fired as a result of our investigation. Well, guess what? It looks like I got him fired twice. When I was looking at the Twitter files and what Tahibi was putting out, I put up a monster posting on Truth Social. I said, Elon Musk this morning, as of this morning, is running the biggest disinformation cover-up operation because he is allowing the quarterback of the Russiagate conspiracy to screen the documentation at Twitter that they are supposedly releasing for transparency purposes. And what happens? Everybody called me out and said, how could you possibly know that? You know how I know that? I know the government gangsters, when you expose them for their corruption, they never change their feathers. And this guy got a soft landing at Twitter for a reason. And here's the other thing I said, this is not enough. I knew he was gonna get fired and I called it because he was illegally or unlawfully improperly screening the material at Twitter that's supposed to go out to the world. Who has he been in contact with? That's what I put up. Are you telling me this guy has talked to no one at the FBI via Twitter email? Are you telling me the FBI agents that were briefing Twitter weekly weren't meeting with James Baker when they rigged a presidential election with Hunter Biden's Russian disinformation scam? These guys, Chris Ray and uh, Bill Barr were in on it from the beginning. And Miranda Devine is excellent. Her reporting is outstanding. Just a slight correction. Chris Ray did not want to get rid of James Baker. We forced it out of him because we forced right. the corruption right. to be exposed. These guys wanted them to right. stay. The guys that committed Russiagate then get the landing parachute at Twitter. And what we now need, Steve, is as you called it yesterday or the day before brilliantly, we're only in like what, the first inning? But here's the thing. These guys yeah. at New York Times or whatever say they're uncovering this or that. My concern is Elon Musk has no idea what he's looking for and what the obstacles are because he's never run an investigation of this type. And today is proof of it. And if he needs some suggestions, hey bud, give me a call. I'll tell you what documents to get, what money to chase down, and what government gangsters and their cronies no. are hiding we'll make in sure. your hornet's we'll, net. We'll, we'll make sure that you get direct contact. Um, yeah, and how do we know guys like James Baker are embedded into Twitter? Remember, James Baker is the same guy that when we hit the FBI with 17 subpoenas during Russiagate, he blocked and tackled and refused to release the corrupt documents about Peter Strzok and company making up fraudulent evidence to take to a FISA court. That was the number one lawyer's call at the FBI. His name was James Baker. That yep. same man met with Michael Sussman from Perkins Coie, the DNC law firm that uh, had the money pipeline of millions of dollars to pay for this deal dossier. James Baker's general counsel meets with Michael Sussman. Hold it, hold it. Also, Mark Elias, Mark Elias, Perk, Mark Elias Perkins Coy is the architect of the big steal. Come on. But here, Perkins Coy is the I, nest of I, I vipers gonna, in the middle of it. I think I'm going to I think I'm going to really blow the roof off this thing. Get this. Even though James Baker went and landed as general counsel at Twitter, do you know who Twitter's outside counsel is to challenge subpoenas sent to them by the FBI? Perkins Coie. So the inside con man, the
the lawyer for the FBI is working with his pals at the DNC, who are the outside oh, lawyers God. for Twitter, who expect us to God. believe them that they're going to be transparent. Wait till you they get into the week of this thing. And you're right, Congress has a job to do. The next chairman has to subpoena every document from FBI and DOJ that Everybody. went to Twitter, all communications. Look, and we are going to unveil it. He, 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 here's the qualification that you need right now to head a committee or be speaker. Or you need titanium stones. This is going to be yeah. something the American people. Watergate and this stuff is all going to. No, Watergate and and, and uh, Iran Contra. That's all. It's 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 like fighting Obama over you know the the Obamacare. This is going to seem like garden party stuff. You're we're into it now. We're into it. This is going to be deep. And I got Naomi Wolf going to come in a second and blow your head up again on the biomedical security apparatus. Uh, Cash, how do we get to your books, your writings, all of it? Yeah, one place on Truth Social, at Cash and FightWithCash.com, but my Christmas books. Look, I wrote The Plot Against the President at a level that James Baker and Adam Schiff could understand. ThePlotAgainstTheKing.com. We've got a Christmas special at ThePlotAgainstTheKing.com. It's Russiagate for kids and adults and corrupt government gangsters. And the sequel is Plot Against the King, 2000 Mules, Election Integrity for Adults and Government Gangsters, broken down to a children's level. Christmas package, Communist Tears mug. We got it all. PlotAgainstTheKing.com. Go buy these things and stuff but, freedom in your stockings and educate our children with history and the truth but, and not the fake news and listen to the war room he, nonstop. He, he, here, but, but here's why I'm so proud of the show and the people we have on, contributors and guests like Cash. These guys write books and come out with books. Miranda Devine's book, The Laptop from Hell. Cash's book, which is written for children, but it's the best way to understand it, on, on Russiagate and to get the whole preamble to what happened here. Naomi's Wolf book, The Bodies of Others. These books are more relevant in early 2023 than they were when they were came to print, and they were damn relevant then. They were all big sellers then. That's when you have people that deal with the biggest. Twice he got him fired. He got him fired for being unethical in the government, and then these criminals did what? Soft landing. But what are they not talking about? What again are they not talking about? I, I mean, we should probably talk about it. Apollo had to leave. He had to go uh, to an appointment. So you're stuck with me through the rest of this. But what they didn't talk about is they didn't talk about the machines. Why is everyone afraid to talk about the machines? Why are they afraid of a lawsuit? Why, why, am, I, why am I the David? You have this big Goliath. They're putting all this money into it. I get on that call with Eric Coomer. That happened. I get on that call with Eric Coomer. That happened. Now keep in mind, we didn't know anything else about Eric Coomer. We just knew he was on the call. I thought it was hyperbolic. I thought it was, all right, there, here's a guy that works for an election company. We didn't know that Dominion was in half the country. No one did. We didn't know that he was putting up anti-American, anti-Trump, anti-police rhetoric. We didn't know that he was posting stories about how he raped, abused, pushed around, made bark like a dog, and urinated on his wife. No, we didn't know that. We didn't know he was a skinhead. We didn't know that he was a drug addict. 
We didn't know, but all that stuff doesn't matter. We didn't know that he was going to run a car into a building, lie over and over and over again. Police negotiate with a, a lawyer on the side of the street for Eric Coomer. We didn't know that was going to happen either. We didn't know that he owned the patent for the adjudication process. These are all things that we learned about this person with a very, very, very troubled life. We didn't know about that. We didn't know about the Antrim report. We didn't have any idea about the Antrim report. No idea. We didn't know any of this stuff about the Mesa report. We didn't know about the information that we pulled out of Georgia. We didn't know that they had shredder trucks. We didn't know the machines went down and came back up. We didn't know that they were lying to people about there being a leak. We just knew that the government apparatus that just got pushed out for Russiagate and other things, now they grew a conscience and they're telling us the truth now. Now they've decided to tell us the truth. There's problems everywhere. States are pulling out of the Eric system. We didn't know the information that came out of Seth Keschel's reporting. We didn't have the reports for Draza. We didn't have cast vote records. Do you see what's happening here? We didn't have Clay Parikh, the pen tester, penetration tester, and system tester for Dominion, ESNS, and Smartmatic, who was told to stay away from the source code. We didn't know that. So what am I? Am I clairvoyant? We didn't know anything related to what we had after January. We didn't know that when the, the, the Georgia event was going down for the re, revote. That saw not one, but two Democrats be put in Senate seats, which gave them the majority. We didn't know. I did. I told them this is how they're going to steal it. And that's documented. They're still trying to figure out, Joe, how did you do it? And I know because people have walked up to me and it's like, Joe, how did you do it? How'd you do it? How'd you do it? I, I wasn't that bright. I just followed all of the information, the schematics, everything that we had. And this isn't even about me. This, this has nothing to do with me. We were going to have a guest on tonight and I was like, look, we're not going to have a guest on. There's too much to talk about. But I think it's important for everyone to understand just how significant all of the data, all of the facts of this are, and the fact that there are news organizations that are being paid by operatives, by Democrats that are having money funneled to them from nonprofits, NGOs, put money in their pocket. They wake up in the morning, there's a slip, you know, slip the hundred grand under their under the pillow. We're gonna give you power, we're gonna give you money. You have the, the World Economic Forum over here, you got the Devos Forum over here, you got all of these bad players, all of those got Zelensky killing his own people, having Nazis in his deal. Your head has to be exploding right now if you're a liberal. You're trying to figure out, like, I hope they know what they're talking about. I hope they know what they're doing because this sure is a lot to take in this is progress you got larry fink standing up there the trillionaire not the billionaire but the trillionaire standing up there telling you that you're the problem you're you're out spending too much money that's why we have inflation it's not true we know it's not true and anybody that owns a business understands how tech and media have come together now we look at the twitter files and all things coming out of there and they're treating us as if we're what you say it, I'll say it, we're all slaves. And they did it again. They did it in Arizona. They did it in Nevada. They did it in Colorado. They did it in Texas. They did it everywhere. And the only place that it was curtailed, at least to a small part, was the only place we had a red wave.
First time. Nobody's talking about this. Everyone should be talking about this. And why is it that when I bring this up to other people out there, they, they literally say, we know, Joe, we know. We know, Joe, we know. We know. We just have to be patient. We don't have to be patient. We have to be true. Why is it that I'm the David fighting the Goliath and all of these guys go out and buy $25 million jets and leave Mike on a stage where they criticize him for standing up and doing the right thing? And they said, ah, you can't listen to Mike Lindell. He's the pillow guy. No, he's a $300 million a year product salesman for a company that he built. That's who he is. Oh, he's the pillow guy. Just you got journalists that literally couldn't couldn't hold a candle. Build a, they couldn't build a soapbox to stand on, let alone build a company. Are telling us that Mike Lindell is a bad guy. He's a bad guy. But Biden, the guy that literally raped a woman inside of a congressional office, that gets sweeped under the rug. His crack addict son dealing for him, that's a nothing burger. That's a nothing burger. Nothing to see here, but Mike Lindell is somehow a bad guy for coming to Jesus, doing all the right things, putting his personal fortune in jeopardy to stand up for what's right because it's right in front of him and he has all of the evidence. No, no, no. That... The, the media is right. You're, you're obviously right. I mean, I don't even know what I'm thinking. I don't even think Sis is right. You know, Chris Krebs, the lawyer, the never, no tech experience, he's right. I'm upset because we haven't decided that our voice is strong, that it's important enough for us to stand up because the talking heads are saying, I'm not signaling it yet. You can't talk about the machines. We can sniff around the rim, but we're not allowed to say it. And you got little old me. You got Mike Lindell that are standing up and say, you got, you got David Clements that are staying up and going, it's 100,050 billion bajillion percent, the machines, the mail-in pallets, and the Eric system. It is systematic fraud. It is a system designed to defraud the American people, and the left does not have any experts. None. And Alex Halderman, whoo! Let's talk about Alex Halderman. He went from the machines can't be trusted, you got to get rid of the machines, to, oh, maybe they just have some vulnerabilities. Why? Because somebody let him in on a little secret. And before we move on, today's show is sponsored by Augusta Precious Metals. They help retirement savers use gold IRAs to diversify and hedge against this crazy economy. Augusta is different. They don't push fear and doom like some gold IRA companies. They're all about compliance, transparency, and educating people to protect their retirement. Augusta has thousands of five-star ratings and hundreds of great reviews. Their most famous customer, quarterback Joe Montana, loved the company's mission so much he's now their paid ambassador. Even Money Magazine says Augusta is the best gold IRA company. So don't get into a gold IRA nightmare. Protect your retirement savings with a reliable, transparent company. Get Augusta's free guide from their website. You can go to www.augustapreciousmetals.com. That is A-U-G-U-S-T-A preciousmetals.com. A company that puts its money where its mouth is. Love it. Get the Augusta Precious Metals free gold IRA guide at www.augustapreciousmetals.com and do something now about protecting your retirement. 
This is why we can't have nice things in this country. <sighs> Joe, what do you think the motivation is with the people that we perceive on our side not supporting what we think is right? Money. Money. Yeah. You shall know those by the fruit of their trees. I have grapefruit. Grapefruit, get it? I have grapefruit. I didn't say grapefruit. I said grapefruit. grapefruit. I have grapefruit of my tree. My children are spectacular. I built a wonderful business. I have lots of friends. I had this little party and 70 people showed up, 60, 70 people showed up. And we were in there and I was talking about, can I, can I take a minute and then and give you a little bit of a testimony here? Can I do this? Can I do this? So I had people in there that have known me for 20 years. 20 years they've known me. And I, I got choked up when I was sitting in there. I was like, man, I need, to, I need some more testosterone, I think. I need to work out more. I can't, I can't break down here in front of all these people. And I got choked up because I was looking over and I have a friend, um, her name is, uh, it's uh, Yumi and Jeff, they own a restaurant. And in 2007, when my life fell apart because I was out there, you know, just living a life where I was serving myself. I was, I was not serving God. I was not, you know, following the principles of Jesus. It was a, I was all about me. I was too big to fail. I was the guy, walk around, golden boy, right? Everybody's like, oh, he's a, he's a golden boy. He ain't nothing, nothing. Everything he touches turns to gold. Woo. He's like Rumpelstiltskin, right? Rapunzel. It was crazy. People would say all sorts of, it was crazy. And then I failed. I had coattails, and I would always go into the restaurant. They had a great restaurant. They're from Vietnam. They came over here on a boat. She lost her sister. Yumi lost her sister on that boat. There's a big story about this, that on their boat leaving Vietnam, um, her sister fell into the water and drowned, died. And there's actually a book about this. And I didn't know it at the time, but, but I got to know their family, their kids. And uh, so I was devastated in 2007. I know it's not a part of the story, but it's my story, so I'm going to tell it. So if you don't like it, tough. But, uh, and this just gives you a little bit of, of the why, right? How do you know? Like, how do you know how you, um, how do you know when you've gotten to the place where everything is, is better, right? The, you're a different person. I'll, I'll tell you. So in 2007, I was all about me. I was failing miserably. I mean, literally everything was falling apart and every decision, every time I turned to try and fix something, the door would close. And I knew that it was and it, and that God was telling me that, look, you have done for yourself. And I was like, okay, well, I'm, well, how do I fix this? And it wasn't until I broke and said, let's look at your life. Let's go back in time and look at your life. Let's look at how you lived your life. You're like, oh, I'm a good person. I gave money to people. I protected people. I did. And that was all on the surface. I went right below the surface and it was all about me. It was not honoring. And Yumi, when all this happened, I was, you know, I was driving around in a $150,000 car and I couldn't pay my cell phone bill. <laughs> and it, it's funny now because it, it was painful, right? You're like, wow. You just, and everybody looks at you you're like, no, nope, I'm broke. 
And they're like, they look at me and they're driving around in a $150,000 car. And I was like, well, I can't sell it because I'm going to go bankrupt. You can't sell an asset. Um, it's a crazy deal, right? And uh, so Yumi showed up at my house. And by the way, the IRS showed up too. It's the weirdest deal because <laughs> I owe the IRS money at the time. Because you, you, when your business is collapsed, you still have money that you have to pay. And then the money, it's cra- everything falls apart at once. It's, it's as if, you know, you have the, the uh, what is it called? The, the wheel that's in the water. What's that called? What's wrong with me? The, the water wheel, right? Like a and, windmill? Like a, but it's a water. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> when you stop that and the water stops, it stops all the energy that happens. And even when you restart it, there's a gap. Okay. Well, everything had fallen apart and Yumi shows up at the house every day, morning and night and brings me lunch and dinner, brings me, brings me and the family lunch and dinner and fed us for 30 days. And this entire 30 days, never said a word, just showed up and gave us food twice a day, would leave the restaurant, come over and give us food. And Jeff was like, Hey, why don't you come help me build a wall at the restaurant? I was like, all right, I'll help you build a wall. And I'm, I'm the, the things that were happening. And so, so I don't know how to explain the fact that they, that changed my life. Cause it made me realize the basics, like the basic fundamental of life is, is that one-to-one, that relationship that you have with someone. And that relationship has survived for the last 17 years, right? So it was a relationship at a restaurant. We became friends in the restaurant, never left the restaurant. And they took care of us. And then later on, Jeff had a heart attack and she started telling the story about when he had a heart attack and she had to leave. And Erica and I came in to have dinner and check on their restaurant that, um, you know, and this is a personal deal and this is probably going to take it a little longer. Uh, the place was a mess. Dishes were stacked up. The place was really busy. It was complete chaos. And so I looked over at my family and I'm like, Hey guys, why don't you guys take off? It was my birthday. <laughs> take off. I'm going to go do dishes. So I do dishes and bus tables and took orders. I did that for three days. Called, I called everybody. I was like, look, I, I can't work. I got to do this for three days. And people were like, what? But what did they do for me for 30 days? Anyway, so I had a room full of all these people. And as we started talking about what I've done, over the last couple of years, I was uh, found myself apologizing to people because I had put them in a place where they had to choose. And the people who were liberals and conservatives, they had to choose whether or not they would stay connected to me, that's connected tissue. But they had stories about me and I had stories about them that caused that entire environment to coalesce around the idea that when you start following your faith, everything else changes, like everything. The fruit of your tree, even if the fruit was falling off and wasn't doing very well, it starts doing really well. So that's when I decided, and so it was hard. It was hard to have that conversation with people. But that's when I decided that I had to follow a path, even if it was a hard path. Even if it was, even if this path would cause me, and I, and I had this realization with my cousin, I was talking to him before I came on the show, even if that causes me to die, with the idea that this radical evil was able to ruin my reputation, my character would be intact, and I would know that when I stood before God, that he would say, well done. 
And as long as I acted in that faith, as long as I acted with humility, and this is what I'm trying to tell you, and there's a couple other things I want to go through, but, and, and I'm not trying to lecture you. This is, I think this is actually more for me than it is for you. But as long as I act in that, it doesn't mean I'm not going to make mistakes. I follow Jesus. I am not Jesus. So, you know, don't get it twisted. Somebody comes at me, I'm, I was born a fighter. I'm going to be a fighter. But as long as I do that, I know that I'm doing what's right. I'm following what's right. And that is what I want to push on people, even the, the talking heads that are out there. I want to tell them that, look, you may not like my words. Charlie Kirk, you may not like the fact that I'm calling you out. I'm calling you out because you lack, con- you, you lack basic character. Because you are not willing to have a conversation with the people in your public without telling them that we need to fight harder and steering them away from truth. And the truth is, very, very, very simply put, it is the apparatus by which they have enslaved the American people. And the voting system is a way that they get away with that because it is not of the people, for the people, by the people. It is of the people, for the elite, work done by the people. You're a slave. I want to I want to play a couple other clips before we go. And then I'll read some stuff to you. And then I want to talk about the facts blast that we did today. And I know that we had a really good one this morning. The media does not get to decide what is moral and what is ethical. The media doesn't get to decide that. Tech companies don't get to decide that. Twitter does not get to decide that. James Baker does not get to decide that. Dominion Voting Systems, ESNS, Smartmatic, Clear Ballot, Runbeck, Stellar Printing, Cathedral Printing, they don't get to decide that. Larry Fink, he doesn't get to decide that. Susan Rice doesn't get to decide it. Basement Biden doesn't get to decide it. Katie Hobbs, I mean, I can go down the line. They don't get to decide what is ethical. They don't get to write things out there with impunity and call people things that aren't true and just stretch, stretch, stretch a lie, stretch as far as you can and just hope that it doesn't break. They don't get to decide that. You get to decide what we as people tolerate if it is of the people, for the people, by the people. So when I say get in the gap, you have to get in the gap. But I want to talk about this because it's important they will skewer me for wanting people to show up at a, at a school board meeting to have their voice heard. How dare you send people to a school board meeting to tell us your opinion? You're not allowed to have an opinion. And he's a militiaman, election denier, conspiracy theorist who wished that we should kill all of his opposition and journalists, which has never happened. None of that even happened. None of that. But we can't talk about the crimes of people when we have literally every smoking gun out there. You're not allowed to talk about the elections and you're not allowed to talk about basement Biden and the damage that they have done because stealing elections have serious consequences. Let's talk about KJP. Play two, please. I'm wondering if there there was that communication there surrounding the Hunter Biden laptop story. So I can't speak to decisions made uh, by uh, by the campaign from here. That is not it, it is a political uh, uh, campaign, so I can't speak from that from here to that from here. I'm covered by the Hatch Act, and so I'm just not going to comment. Oh, now on, she's covered by the, the Hatch Act. That you're asking me. But- now she's covered by the Hatch Act. She stood up there and 
and blasted election deniers and conspiracy theorists and made up all their misinformation, disinformation, all the stuff that normal people on both sides of the aisle know is BS. Made it up. But now she's covered by the Hatch Act. Now she cares about acting with integrity. But she has none. The people in China are actually more brave than we are. The people in China have no guns to protect their families. They have no ability to unite and stand together as a community, even though we don't, because we're reliant. We're relying on other people to do the hard work. We're hoping that Mike gets it all done. I hope Mike Lindell gets it all done. It should be nice if he got it all done. Chinese government remotely switched all the protesters' COVID passports to code red. Meanwhile, Chinese iPhone factory workers clash with police as COVID protest turns violent. If you try to enter the public place with a red QR code, immediately an alarm goes off. Chinese government can easily cut, off, cut you off from society by remotely switching your COVID passport to code red. Go ahead and put that up if you would. How do you know which one that A3, was? A3, A3. And then if you put up, you didn't put it up yet, A3. A4. We're going to put up A3. Okay. We're not doing A3. Uh, A4 is, okay, there's A3. A4 is uh, Chinese government releases all COVID inmates who are being locked up in the quarantine camp. They all need to carry their waste to home with them. You know what that means? Ready? Every day, tens of thousands of Chinese people are being sent off to COVID camps because they're red QR code. I have to ask you guys a question. If what they're doing right now locked us up, took away our businesses, gave it to big businesses, is step one. What is step two? They're out there actively trying to take away, even though the Supreme Court has already ruled that the Second Amendment is absolute. They've ruled that. You have people out there all over the place. You had uh, one in Lafayette that they put an injunction on it immediately in Colorado. They have them in other states. They're just trying to change election law, or excuse me, change the Second Amendment laws. They're coming for your First Amendment because they're doing it through Twitter and through others. They're, they're stomping down on opposition so that you can, listen, slave, go sit down. And if you want to know why they're fighting, uh, Xi Jinping just gave up zero COVID policy this afternoon because of Chinese people's nationwide protests. QR code still works in hospitals and care homes and schools. You can quarantine in your own home now. What happens when the people protest? What happens, everyone? Did people still go to jail? Were they still inmates? Did they still have to poop in a bag and then take that waste home with them? Did they still have to do that? Were they still treated inhumanely like our January 6th prisoners? Did that happen? I mean, if... If we, if we want to talk about what sacrifice is necessary, there are great sacrifices that are necessary. Roger Stone went to jail. 
President Trump has been raided, unprecedented raided. He's been lied about. For six years, they did not, they have not prosecuted and taken to trial one murder, not one in six years. But they stopped what they were doing to go after President Trump's company for fringe benefits. I'm not kidding. And this, this is this is a justice system. This is a system that's designed to protect you as people, peasant, slave. You don't have an election system. You got a, a, a kangaroo court for your judiciary. And you think that the Chinese people finally get to say, ah, we're, you can quarantine at home. Small thing, it's still not breaking the protests in China. It's not, it's not breaking the protests in China. They're not done yet. But you're a slave. I'm a slave. I choose not to be a slave. I was a little bit on fire today. Okay. I, I don't I don't want to tell you what to do from here. I don't want to because last time I did, I showed up in Arizona and I had the talking head say, no, it's not time to protest. No, it's, and I think a couple hundred uh, Chinese have been severely injured and a couple dozen have been killed. You think they stepped out there and said, I want to die today? Boy, it's got a little deep. Let's talk about the, let's talk about what's, what's happening. If we can, I want to do this. This is a, this is a, this is a fax blast that we should be burying Congress on more problems, open borders. Remember basement Biden couldn't go to the border. True criminal evil activity. Cat Turd, who I follow on different platforms, said it best. The fight is between good and evil. It's very simple. The line, by the way, it's not, there's no gray area. It's right, wrong, good, bad, evil, good. And the radical left, they're just awful. Project Veritas released shocking interviews with children who are being trafficked by the U.S. federal government through the Office of Refugee Resettlement, Health and Human Services, and Department of Homeland Security. Border Patrol heroes have been blowing the whistle on the government human trafficking operation since before Biden inauguration. While Biden was supposedly elected, impeach him immediately. Conditions on the border immediately changed. Border agents describe it as a faucet turn from trickle to full blast. It hasn't stopped. There are estimates as many as 6 million new illegal aliens reside, illegal aliens reside in the U.S. since Biden took office. But the horror described in the Project Veritas videos demand your immediate attention. Children are being trafficked for sex and labor. The government is placing them with illegal aliens as sponsors, and the children are physically abused, threatened with deportation, and physical, physiologically tortured. Psychologically tortured. I'm going to read it off yours. But the horror described by the Project Veritas videos demand your immediate attention. Whoops. American tax dollars are paying for this, and the executive branch of the U.S. government is enabling and involved in this horrific crime. According to the ORR whistleblower, the Biden administration's unaccompanied 
child policy moves the children every 14 days upon pain of lawfare. As she said, we don't get sued by the cartels. Why would that be the policy, especially when you consider that another part of the policy prohibits fingerprinting or photographing unaccompanied children? I want to talk about this after I finish this. The cartel's final and to their criminal enterprise most dangerous and expensive leg of the trafficking journey is completed by the federal agencies. The children are placed with abusive cartel sponsors, posing as family members, and the most vulnerable in our society are enslaved to pay off their journey to freedom. This is the evidence before you as the primary branch of government responsible for checking and balancing the executive branch. The demand for remedy is you must immediately act to expel the cartels, save the children, and hold the criminal perpetrating these these hoary horror accountable the u.s government is engaging in child trafficking do something about it immediately i i think that you have to look at this part we don't get sued by cartels so the policy is to release them to people who are their sponsors but the policy does not allow for fingerprinting or photographing unaccompanied children. So let me say it again, good versus evil. I'm gonna say the, the part that nobody else wants to talk about. Everybody wants to dance around it and civility. Am I still on Frank's speech? All right, fuck civility. That's what I have to say about civility. They should, they, they should have no ceiling above them. They should not be able to go in public. They should not be able to eat at a restaurant. They should not be able to go anywhere. They should not be able to have any peace at all. No civility. No working with evil. No brokering compromise. The time for compromise is over. Trafficking children grooming children and now they're trying to by the way put that out there that oh yeah the they're they talk about grooming they're using these words grooming because you're groomers you talk about balasiago or ba balasiago but balasiago balenciago i mean they they didn't even hide it they put a known child predator inside of their ad and then they told you well we sued the marketing company and then they dropped it two days later but you didn't hear that in the news did you on the wallpaper, they had dates of child sexual predator cases all over, every, all over the wall. They don't, they want to tell you you're not grooming when they are grooming. They want to tell you that they're not promoting pedophilia. They're not promoting porn when they actually have books that show children doing sexual acts to other children. You have books that show children doing sex acts on adult men and women adults but these are just books that teach them about their sexuality because that's what a a seven-year-old needs to be talking about when they're not even proficient in math science english they're not proficient in anything no 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 absolutely not 100 this is what we should be doing okay i'm done i need to take a break i'm ready to just punch somebody in the face oh there you go the violence violent for wanting to protect children makes perfect sense burning down buildings with people inside of it and going out on the street and shooting kids through cars while you're you know creating some sort of fake deal about a guy named uh george floyd who was a multiple 
felon who was committing a crime at the time who was four times the lethal the lethal limit of fentanyl in his system four times the lethal limit but he didn't die by that so then what's lethal why would you even have lethal limit why would you even say that this is a lethal limit if it's not lethal then it's not really lethal this is lethal so anything between up there that's that's not lethal even though four times the lethal amount of fentanyl in your system is not lethal but no let's give that guy 20 years in jail and let's let's show that slave the door for trying to protect the community oh but he kneeled on his neck okay all right kneeled on his neck because a normal person would die from kneeling I, maybe maybe but we're lied to about everything there's nothing they tell the truth about and yet we are the violent ones for saying no civility no civility none we should not be civil to them we absolutely should not be civil to them no civility there is no compromise with evil you don't compromise with evil. Why would you? You don't compromise with the devil. Why would you compromise with the devil? You don't compromise with people that will groom your children and, 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 and traffic children from across the border who you can't fingerprint, and so they disappear and nobody knows their name. Imagine that, a faceless child. And yet we're supposed to be okay with that because it's okay. It's okay. Okay. All right, I gotta pray, and then I gotta get out of here. All right, I love you guys. I'm sorry that I wasn't here earlier. I was doing other stuff. I want, this is a call to action to get people to actually do the right thing. Just get out there and, and be authentic, Charlie Kirk. I don't care about your stupid event. Oh, it's because you weren't invited. Mm, okay, I wasn't. I was invited to CPAC, didn't go. Still not going. Why? I'm tired of talking heads. I'm tired of people lying to the American people and telling them that here's some more hopium. Let's wait two more years. While they literally try to destroy President Trump, who has done nothing but stand up unselfishly for the last six years with, with literally nonstop, he has not wavered one bit, and yet we waver and say, ah, oh, no, let's give somebody else a shot. MAGA move instead. Because he it fits. It fits the establishment. The establishment is like, we need to do this. Let's now we can get rid of MAGA. We can get rid of see he he lost while lying to us about the machines. Lying to us about the machines. <sighs> All right. Let's pray. Uh, Father God, thank you for uh, this time. Thank you for giving me the uh, courage to share some of that stuff. It's private stuff. Um, I don't know, maybe the radical left that's listening will learn something by it. But I don't have hope of that. I just have hope in you, Father. Thank you for giving us stamina. Thank you for giving us truth. Thank you, for, for Father, for letting us fight through this and being born at a time such as this. Thank you for allowing us to have joy. Even in working this problem and walking through this, being able to walk away, take a deep breath, and recognize that your will will be done. Father, please help us that we may maintain our peace, that we may have the wisdom to speak into others, to pull back the veil and to do your work, Father. Help us, Father, to recognize that it is about restore, restoration. It is about restoring you to our community. Father, I would ask a special blessing upon those that are doing lion's work. I would ask you a special blessing upon Mike Lindell, Elon Musk, and the many people who are truly leading from the front. Father, I would just ask you to give other leaders the courage and commitment to speak truth into the public 
to stop gaslighting and holding back what we should be talking about, which is the reality of what is wrong in our country and why we don't have a voice. Why are we enslaved? Father, help us that we may do what may be unpopular by these puppet masters, but is popular in your eyes. Help us that we may pursue truth at all costs. And Father, help us that we may gather others in the gap to do that work, to stand as one. Help us, Father, that we would not turn into a feckless group, just letting things happen to us while people around the world are dying and suffering and showing more courage in their environment than we show in ours. Help us, Father, that we can overcome the reliance and help those that are in the military and those that are in law enforcement, that they can answer the call and not say things like, I'm just doing my job. Like they did in World War II when they killed so many millions. Help us, Father, that we may stand defiant against these criminals and that we can be victorious in this in these battles father i thank you again and please forgive us for just letting it go this long before we even woke up to the reality of the evil that was among us and upon us help us to be better father i ask for all these things in the name of jesus christ amen Okay. All right. I don't have anything else for you. I appreciate you guys very much. I'll see you guys tomorrow at 10 a.m. Right and early. Right in Bushytail. I'll be here. Um, we got plenty of stuff to go through. Um, we also will start including commercials. So we'll have commercial breaks every 10 minutes or so. Um, and so two, a couple things. One, buy our coffee. Buy a membership. Follow us. Rumble ran us every now and then. Show us that you love us. <laughs> um, and then buy my pillow. Use code CD21, Charlie David21 for holiday stuff. Just go out and buy a bunch of stuff. Yeah, because that's what causes inflation. It's not what causes inflation. Bad people like Larry Freak cause inflation. God bless you all. I'll see you tomorrow. If you want to watch Conservative Daily Podcast, we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com, on Rumble, on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on DLive, and now on Odyssey. You can also find our episodes at brighteon.com. Make sure you also check out the link in the description to go to the Brighteon store and prepare you and your family with the awesome storable food and other products that they have there. You can find us on the audio edition at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, and everywhere else. Make sure you go and give us a five-star review and be that ambassador of truth. Share this episode with everyone who needs to hear it. Text the word FREEDOM to 89517 and we'll shoot you a text message when we're about to go live. Check out the description for our link to the daily newsletter so you get access to the fax blasts. We want to thank you for being a listener of Conservative Daily Podcast as we pursue truth and fight to restore our nation. We will continue to provide you with the most important information that the mainstream media will not show you. Now at conservative-daily.com, 
you have the option to become a member with us. Each membership option varies in access and discounts in regards to the ability to interact with the daily fax blasts, monthly savings, access to extra content, and interactions with the hosts and guests of the show. Go to conservative-daily.com and become a member right now for as little as $10 a month. Make sure you check out social media and find us everywhere at Conservative Daily and at Joel Oltman. We'll see you next time on Conservative Daily Podcast. It's time to do the hard work. Let's take our country back, patriots. God bless America.